ONV presents The Future Is Now. Welcome to Your Future Is Now. The future is now. Now, I'm your host, Reverend Christopher Riley. Unfortunately, we do not have Bishop Crystal with us today, but she will be back with us next week. So today we have a very thought-provoking discussion. We're excited to have you join us today. We're also excited to have our guest. I would like for him to introduce himself to everyone in podcast land. Hi, my name is Kyle Gresham, and I'm a representative with the Central Midwest Regional Council of Carpenters. So that's the Carpenters Union for short. All right. So tell us, how did you get into carpentry? Well, it's kind of funny. Uh, growing up, I'm, I'm Fort Wayne born and raised, and growing up here, I wanted to be a chef. Really? And yeah, I did. And Are you still cooking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm cooking all the time. Um, and I worked at a, at, a, at a local restaurant, the Cork and Cleaver, and I wow. was going to... Uh, culinary arts while I was in high school at the vocational school. and So you were at Anthos. I was at Anthos. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And uh, after high school, I ended up attending Ivy Tech for a short period of time uh, for their culinary arts program. But what I didn't anticipate is as much as I love cooking, I didn't like cleaning kitchens as well as I like cooking. And so, that is part of the process. My wife tells me that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so... I ended up uh, I ended up not following that dream, and shortly thereafter, I got into construction. So from there, um, I, I worked for a company in town for a couple years, and my friend got into the apprenticeship with the with the local union here, local two thirty two. You mentioned the apprenticeship program. Talk to us about the importance of the apprenticeship program. So the the apprenticeship program is really interesting in the fact that it is an earn while you learn program yes. and by that you know um, folks are going to work every day for the contractors that they work for and along with that they're getting on the job training from the more experienced journeymen and women that are are working so um, what that looks like is every day they're getting up, they're going to work, and they're helping to, to build whatever project that they're on. And then every three months, they'll go to our training center in Warsaw, Indiana, mm-hmm. and they'll go for one week. So just like yes. they would go to work, 7 to 3.30, they're going to go there, and there's going to be classroom work. There's going to be hands-on stuff in the shop. There's going to be certifications and specialized training that go along with that. And so every three months, they're going to go up there. After a year, if they complete their obligation for the year, they'll receive a 10% wage increase, which currently is about $3.07 an hour. Okay. When, uh, as they, they move through the apprenticeship and they, they get to the point where they're going to graduate and, and become a journey person, uh, they will receive a two-year uh, associate's degree from Ivy Tech, as well as the journeyman certificate entitling to them to all the rights and privileges of a journeyman, which... Currently, is just over $54 an hour in wages and benefits. Wow. Yeah. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier the journey men and women. So you have many women who are part of construction trades? 
We have some, but we would certainly like to see more women see the opportunities that are out there because today's construction field looks a lot different than it did, say, 25, 30 years ago. Um, so we're seeing more and more young ladies and, and women that have been in, in other industries come and, and try their hand at construction. And a lot of them are very successful. Absolutely. And you mentioned that the construction trade has changed over the years. Talk about some of the changes. Talk about the growth of technology. Whew, that's a big one. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, many of the, the construction materials of today are much different than, than what were used years ago. Sure. For instance, you know, when people think about uh, the framework of buildings, they think about wood. They think yes. about two-by-fours. Well, in commercial construction, almost everything is metal-framed, meaning mm-hmm. that instead of wood for, the, for those portions of the, of the, the framework, it's now, they're, they're now made out of metal for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. One, they're, they're lighter. They're a little mm-hmm. more durable. Um, they're fire-resistant. Um, that's one of the examples. But, you know, like technologies, like we now use uh, GPS-coordinated uh, layout systems mm. to plot the points on the job sites. Yes. So what was once done with what we would call a batter boards, uh, which are basically points that, that, that stay the same on the job site, that you would pull strings and, and, and tape measures to, to locate the different points for laying out the building. Now it's one person with a with a, a GPS system. It's called a total station. And they go around and they plot those points from that. Um, drone technology. You know, wow. it's not uncommon to see the progress on a project to be covered by a drone. Instead wow. of going out and walking the job site, they can give a bird's eye view of what's going on so that the, the end users, the clients, can see how their projects are shaping up. Speaking of the job site, as the union representative, do you still get out to a job site? Absolutely. Every uh, every day, I mean, every day looks different as a representative, Mm -hmm. but, you know, going out there and connecting with the workforce, uh, be it if they're our union members or if they're brothers and sister carpenters that have not uh, organized to a a union yet. Um, We're out there, we're talking to them, finding out Mm -hmm. how things are going, what their conditions are like, what we can do to help um, with our own members, and then with folks that uh, maybe are working for contractors that are not union contractors, letting them know what the area, what our our area standard wages are. Because we believe that if you're doing this work, uh, that that we all deserve a certain level of compensation for what we're doing. Absolutely. Talk about some of the other benefits of being a part of the union. Absolutely. Um, Well, for one thing, and this is a sad fact about America right now, is that most of us are not going to retire. A lot of people are Mm -hmm. going to work until they pass on. And with that said, I use this example when I talk to young people at schools. When you go to Walmart and you see that sad old person that greets you, a lot of times they're not there because they want to be. They're there because they have to be. Well, one of the greatest benefits of being a a union carpenter is the fact that you know when you're going to start. You know when you're going to start and you know when you're going to stop. Um, so you, there's a full benefits package and the fact that you have health insurance for you and your entire family that doesn't cost you a single dime. 
doesn't matter wow. if it's you or you and 10 people. As long as you're working, you have insurance that covers you. Um, there's two forms of retirement, and an annuity, which is similar to a 401k, right. with the exception of your contractor pays into that. So it's a one-way 401k. Your okay. money is not involved. It just becomes your money. And then there's a pension. And a lot of folks today don't know what a pension is, but uh, a pension is every, every year that you work, your hours are calculated against a, a percentage modifier that creates a credit. And with a minimum of 30 years and a minimum age of 55, you can retire with full benefits. Go do whatever you want. So I'm going I'm to start a food truck. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do when I retire. So I started it 23 years old. And when I turn, uh, so I'm 45 now, in 10 years, I'm going to be able to retire with full benefits. And that means a check that comes in every month until um, I'm done. Yes, that's a great benefit. Thank you for sharing. Um, and we'll definitely have to have you back on when Bishop um, Thomas is here so we can get, you can get the full effect and maybe bring another representative from the union. Um, but speaking of young people, you talked about going to talk to young people. Talk to us about the demand for lumber and labor. That's another big one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, everyone's aware that everything costs more mm -hmm. today. Well, along with that, many of the construction materials that we took for granted have now become either scarce or more expensive. So when it comes to that, project planning for a lot of these projects has become something that's a lot more of an intricate process mm -hmm. because in, in things like maybe a storefront, you know, when yes. you build your building in the storefront that goes in that aluminum framework mm -hmm. for, for all of that. If it's not exactly what you need, you might have to wait several months before you can get what you need. Yes. So that's definitely become a factor. And when it comes to labor, when it comes to the men and women that are out there doing the work day in and day out and, and making this possible, there's never been more opportunity or more need for those folks to, to be in the industry. In Northeast Indiana, there are billions of dollars worth of construction projects that are slated for the next year to two years with plenty more on the horizon. So with that said, I've, I've, been, a, I've been in the construction trades for about 25 years never seen anything like this. The amount of opportunity that's out there. So whether it be as a, as a carpenter, an electrician, a, uh, a plumber, an iron worker, wh whatever it is, uh, which there's, there's many, many, many different ways to be involved in, right. the, in, the, in the construction industry. Whatever it is, all of these trades need f folks to come out and, and get skills and, and have lucrative careers. So you would say there's definitely a shortage. Yes. Yeah. That might be a bit of an understatement. <laughs> now, when you mentioned the plumber, mm -hmm. you mentioned um, the electrician. Oh. All of those professions have unions. They do. Yes. They do. And, you know, they many of them have a very similar structure to what we have. I couldn't speak to the intricacies of sure. it. But I feel confident in saying that all of the union construction trades are going to provide their, their members with health care that's provided for them and their families, and then a form of retirement that's going to be there when they're done. 
And that sort of security is not something that we see today. Right. Um, and all of them are going to provide the training necessary for them, one, to have the skills to go out there be, and be successful, but then also continue to be successful and meet the demands of the industry as, as things move forward. Absolutely. Um, the various different unions, do you all ever work together? We do. Okay. We do. You know, many of us have the have the mindset that as long as there are people that are getting excited about getting into the construction industry, once they're there, they may find that they're going, you know, that whatever they initially choose in the same way that I, I wanted to be a chef, but I turned out to be right. a, a carpenter, that they're going to make their way to whatever whatever really moves them or what the, what what keeps their attention. So we work together in career fairs and education and letting folks know what's going on out there in the industry, as well as trying to, you know, talk to our legislators about what working people need. Absolutely. Before we go further in the discussion, I want you to share your contact information in case there's someone out there in radio land or radio land. Here I go. um, Podcast land um, that would like to get in touch with you. Have you come and speak to their young people? Absolutely. So uh, my name is Kyle Gresham. Uh, with the Central Midwest Regional Car- Council of Carpenters. My cell phone number is 260-402-1588. And my email is kgresham, that's K-G-R-E-S-H-A-M, at I-K-O-R-C-C dot com. Absolutely. We will have you share that again before we um, we end the podcast. I also want to share with anyone that's out there in podcast land, if you have any show ideas, anybody that you would like to see us interview or any topic you would like us to tackle or pursue, please um, message us. You can message me on Facebook or LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, also, you can reach out to Bishop um, Thomas. You can also um, send a message to info at um, neutralvoices.org, info at neutralvoices.org, and we will share that information with you again. All right. So, Kyle, um, before we started, you were talking about family. So you are blessed to have three young ladies. I am. And you're a girl dad. I, I, yeah, I sure am. Okay, so talk to us about family. Talk to us about the importance of family support with such a, um, a huge responsibility professionally. Well, I, I have to say that, you know, um, years ago the American dream was one, one person going out and working and the other one being able to stay home and, and help to raise the family. Today's climate doesn't always provide that for a lot of Americans. And while um, that that's true, um, joining a union or working for a contractor that's going to provide you with the things that, that you need to, to have stability and successful, you know, success, having health insurance yes. that uh, has always been there because I worked for good contractors that, that care about what we're doing has always been a real blessing. And, you know, with with my daughters, um, your father, you know, yes. things pop up all the time. Absolutely. Uh, that, that's that been one worry that, that we haven't had to deal with. Um, I mean, of course, when things happen, 
you have that worry, but but as as far as how you're going to pay for it or whether or not you're going to make it through the other side, that's been really, really good. And it's also been very helpful in trying to guide them as they become the women they're going to be to show them, well, look, look at what it, this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like when you go out and you work hard every day and you have the things that you need to be successful. Have any of your daughters expressed interest in the construction trade? Um, yeah, yeah, but they they also have a lot of, of other ideas too. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's 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 really funny because they're they're definitely um they're champions of of what we deserve as workers. So I've heard them talk, you know, when you hear your children talk and you're not necessarily in the room. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to their classmates about, you know, oh, well, you if you're not getting if you're not getting some sort of benefit when you're working, <laughs> then it's not it's not the right thing. And mm-hmm. that really makes me pretty happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. So you're raising future union reps <laughs> or union advocates. You know, and, and you know, I, I think that yes, yes. But I just want to say that there's plenty of folks out there that are doing the right thing for their employees. Absolutely. And so um, good, good employers, uh, while obviously I'm a little biased in the fact that our organization has come together mm-hmm. to empower workers to make sure that, that we have the things that we need to be successful, um, you know, it there are there are plenty of folks out there that are that are doing the right thing. So just know what you're getting, making sure that, you know, the, the time that you spent working for other people, you're not gonna get it back. So making sure that it's it's worth it so that you have something in the end. Because I think that a lot of times we don't realize that the whole reason we start working is so that one day we can stop. Absolutely. You had mentioned earlier that after a 30-year benefit, you have the option to retire. If there's somebody out there in podcast land that's interested in transitioning into Mm -hmm. the construction trade from another career, uh, wanting a change, is there an age limit of getting involved? So I can't speak for the other trades, but I can speak for us. So um, sometimes, so we work with a lot of different... um, building trades programs with high schools and high schools to create opportunities and pathways for those young people. So within the Carpenters Union, our minimum age is uh, 17 years old to to be out on the job sites. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if they're involved with a building trades program and, you know, uh, say like Anthus Career Center, uh, big shout out to Chris Roberts and his pro- yes. program because they do a really, really good job. Um they can they can do a school to work pro, uh, process, so it could be as early as as then. Um, and with them in particular, we have a partnership to where the time that they spend inside of the Anthus Career uh, Building Trades Program that actually creates credit within our apprenticeship. Should they decide to take that pathway, but we get folks coming to us all the way up into their forties and fifties. Oh wow. There's really no wrong time to look to what you're going to get. <clears throat> so, no. All right. So, talk to us about construction and the work during the winter time. Well, it can be cold. <laughs> it can be cold. Um, you know, a lot of times the way the construction schedules work, uh, the contractors that are out there plan their projects in such a way so that as they move into the colder portion of the year, yes. um, 
the framework of the building is up and they have begun. It, it hopefully should be, um, you know, covered up and dried in so that they have somewhere to perform the, the finishers and, and the necessary stuff in the interior of the building. But with that said, there's also a number of, of construction projects that the foundations are going in so that as they move through the spring and stuff, they can, they can move to that same, that same process because obviously the, the size of the project has a lot to do with it. We work all year round. Okay. Um, if you can show up to work 15 minutes early every day and stay off of your phone and get better, you're going to work all year round. That's all there is to it. Um, with, with the winter work though, it does, it does change things. You know, the provisions that you have to take to make sure that, you know, we're safe. And so, uh, obviously safety is safety, but, uh, you know, doing things is a lot different when you're doing it in the elements and in the weather. And along with that, some of the processes once, you know, like your building has to be heated before right. and can, and, and the conditions met before you can put, you know, drywall finishes on or paint or some specific building materials or, or the casework. And the ground can't be frozen to lay the foundation. Right. Yes. Right. You have to get down below that to make sure that right. it works out. Absolutely. You had mentioned earlier that you were a Fort Wayne native. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Northside High School. Okay. So, you know, they've changed mascots. So they they have. Yes. They have. You know, change the mascot, but, you know, as long as the institution is still there helping everybody to get where they need to be, I think that's pretty important. Absolutely. You know, if you could advise your 16 or 18-year-old self, what would you say? That's a good one. Do your homework. <laughs> you know, I, I think that a lot of times, I'm, when I was in high school, I, I my own personal experience... When the, when the teacher would ask a question, I had no problem answering it. Or when we did our tests, I did pretty well on those tests. Sure. But I struggled doing homework because it just didn't make sense to me. But now as an adult, I think I'd tell young me, do your homework. Because really what they're doing is they're teaching you how to do things that you may not want to do when nobody's looking. And that is important for when you go out into the workforce. Absolutely. Essentially, that's what your your employer's looking for. They're looking for someone that when they get sent to do a task, that you're going to do it. Um, I think the other thing that I'd probably tell myself is, you know, it it's a, it's a long life and you got a lot to do. So don't get hung up on any one thing. Um, you know, as it pertains to what we do in the, in the Carpenters Union, the average age of our apprentice is about 27 years old. Okay. You might know that most people, their insurance from their parents uh, goes away when they're 26. Yes. That, I don't know if that's a fact as to why that is, but it that's seems a good to point. correlate a little yes. bit. You know, um, I, I think that, you know, it's easy to think about what we're making on the check every day. But the mm -hmm. long-term reality of what we're doing when we're out there and, and what it's going to look like when we're done uh, – Kind of, kind of hits home when they need their own insurance. Absolutely. We get a lot of folks saying, you know, I sure wish I would have known about this before or I wish that I would have made this change earlier. But it's, there's, no, there's no too late for it. If there's a young person out there who's in high school and has an interest in the Carpenters Union or construction trade, um, 
what skills would you encourage them to acquire? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first and foremost, math. Yes. Um, math isn't in our everyday lives. And I think that, you know, sometimes when we're in the classroom, we think about what we're learning there. We don't always see the correlation to the real world and what mm-hmm. it means. Um, math is a big one. Geometry, because obviously the, the angles and the degrees yes. and, and how things uh, work together to make sure that our buildings are plumb, square, and level. Right. Um, those things, but more than anything else, I think the thing that I'd want young people to know is put your phones down and be present. Be present yes. in what you're doing. Um, you know, a first year apprentice with us makes about $35 an hour in wages and benefits right out of high school. That's a significant compensation. Yes, it is. One of the biggest challenges that we and many other employers in the workforce face is the folks that are coming to work, not seeing their, their chosen career as a priority. So being there on time, staying off your phone, staying on task. And I hear more than anything else, because we go to a lot of career fairs and things, what we hear from employers across the board is what you come to the table with is not nearly important as far as skills are concerned, so much as we want a good attitude. We want someone who's trainable. We want someone who's reliable. Now, of course, they would like to have the person that has the skills as to what they're looking for. But if you have those those three things, they can train you to, to do exactly what's necessary and be successful in their field. Absolutely. So a lot of the soft skills and a lot of the, um, the work ethic, as we would call it. Yes. And when we talk about the changes in the industry, 25 years ago, we didn't have to tell folk to not be on their phone. But now everything's connected to the phone. So that's a very good point. It really is. And we have young people today who are digital natives. We're kind of digital immigrants. So we've had to grow with the machine. (laughs) And whereas they've never lived in a world where they didn't have windows. They've never lived in a world where there wasn't social media. So, So much. So much, yeah. Well, and just think about the big changes in the fact that, you know, when I was a young person, uh, if we were going to watch a movie, we had to think about the movie we were going to yes. watch. Then we had to drive down to whatever video store we were going to rent the movie right. from, pick the movie out, come home, watch it. Got to rewind it. Yes. Because mm-hmm. if you don't rewind it, you're not being kind. Yes. And, and then return it. So the process from start to finish and just watching a movie is much different than today. If you want to watch a movie, you can do so on your phone in a matter of seconds. Right. And when we had to watch that movie that needed to be rented, you only had a certain time frame in order to rent it. Or you had to face overdue charges. Right. Yes. Well, And if if we think about how that affects us and our Mm -hmm. mindset and how we're doing things, um, we understood that there's a schedule involved and that there's a time frame. And then, you know... uh, whether or not we realized it, we had to be a little patient. And, you know, in today's digital age, everything comes so fast. Yes. And with that, I think it changes the expectations of young people. Um, Absolutely. They, and I don't blame them because I put, I try to put myself in their shoes to understand what all of this must look like. You know, young people today, it's very important to, as to 
who they're working for and how they do things and what part of the team that they are. And and with that, what we just talked about with the with the digital age. Absolutely. They would like to see themselves moving forward. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't always look like what we think it looks like. Right. Sometimes in our industry, it's the skills that we that we acquire. Because one thing's for certain is that whatever you're doing, the skills that you have, regardless of the industry that you're in, are going to dictate how employable you are. And so that's pretty invaluable. Nobody can take your skills away, Chris. That's I mean, right. The things that you know how to do, if your employment changes, you're going to take those right with you and go do Absolutely. something else. Absolutely. So the delayed gratification. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Do you get a chance to go back to Northside to speak to the students there? I do. Okay. I do. And it's, and it's one, it's, it's really weird getting lost in the new portions of the school because, uh, you know, um, it's, it's much different than it is, but I get a chance to engage with those students and talk to them about the, the opportunities that are there. And, and along with that, just let them know that, you know, in my life, I thought I was going to do one thing and I turned out, uh, to, to find that I, I love doing other things, and this has provided me and my family with a, with a great opportunity to be successful. So putting that message out there, and I'm really surprised to find out how many of them don't know about what's there. Right. We don't know what we don't know. And when they when they start listening and, and finding out what, what a career in, in construction looks like, they're very surprised. Absolutely. Now, getting back to the food truck that's going to be your retirement yeah. job, do you have a specific cuisine in mind? You know, I I do. Uh, I I think that I'd I'd like to do American barbecue. Okay. Um, well, you know, everybody smells a smoker going, and, yes. and it's free advertisement, <laughs> and uh, maybe a little bit of fusion with either Latin or Asian food. Okay. Then, you know, you kind of create a little bit of of. Um, cushion with your creativity and what you're making. All right. Well, and the upside is, is that when you have the food truck, you'll know how to build it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. I, you know, I think it, it it's really appealing to do something that you love. Um, and, you know, we spend more time working than doing anything else. Yes. And with that said, um, if you like what you do and you're engaged with what you do, then the time spent doing it doesn't doesn't feel quite the same. <laughs> Guess what, Kyle? What's that? We're out of time. Oh, shucks. Yes. Um, so please share your contact information and how someone can get a hold of you and your role with the union. Absolutely. So if you have an interest in the construction trades or have skills in the construction trades or know someone who could benefit from this, uh, please feel free to contact me, Kyle Gresham, with the Central Midwest Regional Council of Carpenters at 260-402-1588. That's my cell phone number. Feel free to leave me a text and I'd be happy to talk to you about what opportunities that are in the construction trades. Kyle, thank you for joining us on um, Your Future is Now. Um, You'll definitely have to come back and talk to us more, bring another union rep with you, and we'll have Bishop Crystal here with us so you'll get the full effect. And again, thank you for tuning in to The Future is Now. I'm your host, Reverend Christopher Riley. And don't forget that an investment in your future today is a profitable gain tomorrow. Be blessed.